Welcome to the ASHP official podcast, your guide to issues related to medication use, public health, and the profession of pharmacy. Thank you for joining us for the ASHP Pharmacy Leadership Podcast. This series focuses on leadership topics within pharmacy practice, including the business of pharmacy, development of leadership skills, career transitions, and more. My name is Sharnay Ross, and I'm the current chair of the New Practitioners Forum Executive Committee, and I will be your host today. In today's episode, we are sitting down with the New Practitioners Forum Distinguished Service Awardee, Kelly Mush, to discuss her service within the forum and the role ASHP has played in her development as a pharmacy practice leader. Welcome, and thank you for joining us today. For our listeners, the Distinguished Service Award recognizes one member each year whose volunteer activities have supported the mission of their section or forum and helped advance the profession. Their activities over the past three years have demonstrated a contribution to the improvement of pharmacy practice that align with the forum's mission and vision. Kelly, congratulations on being nominated by your peers. Why don't you kick us off by telling us a little bit more about yourself and how you became involved with ASHP? Thank you, Charnay, for inviting me to talk with you on this podcast today, and thank you to ASHP, my peers, my colleagues, for nominating me and recognizing me for this award. So as stated, my name is Kelly Mush, and I am newly a multi-site director of pharmacy with Ohio Health in Columbus, Ohio. Being in ASHP and the New Practitioners Forum has shaped and defined my career and life in ways I cannot even begin to describe. I first heard about ASHP as a pharmacy student. I got involved as a P1 in the Student Society chapter at Ohio Northern University. It wasn't until I served on the executive board that I really started to get engaged in opportunities at the state and national level. During my year as SSHP president, I applied for the API rotation at ASHP and was fortunate to have been selected for the month of September with Jill Haug at the old headquarters. September is when policy week occurs, which I had no idea what that was at the time but my eyes were opened. I had the opportunity to connect with many leaders in our profession and I was sold on my future. I was fortunate to match with Ohio Health Grant Medical Center for their PGY-12 Health System Pharmacy Administration residency program in Columbus and concurrently complete a master's degree at Ohio State. A mentor and dear friend of mine, Ashley Duty, was the person who encouraged me to apply to the New Practitioners Forum Advisory Group. I remember being overwhelmed with excitement when I got the email that I was appointed to the Career Development Advisory Group. I even told my parents about it, and they were like, wow, she got some big time thing at the national level. And I was like, it's not that big of a deal, but it is. And it was my second year when I was a work group lead, I got to work on a lot of cool projects. And in my third year, I was selected as chair of the career development advisory group. In 2018, I launched the executive committee as a member. And I have the unique vantage point where I served for three terms on the executive committee as vice chair in 2019-20 and chair in 2020-21. Since the new practitioners forum, I have continued my involvement with ASHP and my state affiliate. I'm currently on my second term as a member of the Section of Pharmacy Educators Postgraduate Education and Learning Experiences Section Advisory Group. I'm also on the Board of Directors for the Ohio Society of Health System Pharmacy and started my third year as an Ohio delegate for the ASHP House of Delegates. It's absolutely crazy to think that a few nudges from mentors and meeting the right people along the way has launched a passion for professional organization involvement and engagement in ASHP, but here I am. Wow, that is amazing that you've been involved with ASHP since pharmacy school. And, you know, our paths originally crossed during your chair term on the executive committee. I know it can be a lot to manage having a job, professional involvement, as well as, you know, being active. So I wanted to kind of 
get your take on how involvement with ASHP has meant to you professionally and personally, and what is your favorite part about being a member of ASHP? I'm so glad that you asked this, and it's crazy to think about doing it all when you're looking at from the outside in, but really ASHP is my professional home, and I feel supported and advocated for in my professional career. So the work that you're doing in the professional engagement space with ASHP, for me at least, has very naturally paired with the rest of my professional career as a leader in the profession. I believe that ASHP has the best interest of its members and our patients are at its center. On a personal level, I've worked with dozens of innovative pharmacy leaders who continue to challenge the status quo and move the profession forward. You being one of those, Charnay, is our time together on the New Practitioners Forum. Because of the relationships formed through ASHP, I've benefited from mentors who continue to challenge and inspire me. The New Practitioners Forum is, I believe, the most special place and group as everyone that you get to collaborate with is in the same place in their career as you are, the first five years of practice. It's really the only place where you're going to have that type of relationship with the people that you're working with. You may have other ways that you connect. You know, you're in the same professional field or area, but this is everybody's right out of pharmacy school and they're newly engaged as pharmacists in the profession. Through the forum, I have met lifelong friends and have been able to collaborate on numerous initiatives to improve the student transition to new practitioner, better prepare our residents to be practitioners expand our ability to learn from one another through virtual and live networking events, and the launch of the at ASHP underscore MPS Twitter account, develop tools for supporting new researchers and increase publication rates for the new practitioners, encourage donor behavior and increase engagement in the ASHP PAC, and connect with other sections of ASHP to meet identified needs of our members from the true experts. I served as chair during the start of the COVID-19 pandemic, and the output from the forum members only increased, not decreased. And that was not because of me. The forum work happens in the evenings, on weekends, on top of busy residency schedule or career transitions. These volunteers are spectacular and paving the path forward for our profession. There are things that you learn in pharmacy school, and those are expanded upon during residency training, but professional organization involvement fills this gap to hone skills in a different way. There are countless skills I've developed as a member and leader in ASHP, many of which I would not have fostered without the mentorship from members and staff along the way. A few include leading and interacting with virtual teams, leading teams that you have not established a prior working relationship with, effective meeting facilitation, communication on a broad scale, problem solving, adaptability, playing the role of mentor or coach, responding to feedback effectively, leading in the gray, extending trust, and maintaining integrity through decision making. With everything going on in life, it can sometimes be easy to deprioritize a professional organization or a volunteer opportunity But for me, I found value and joy in the projects developed and the relationships established that I kept going. At many times, that was where my joy and passion for profession continued to be fueled. That drive is what helped me to keep practicing and to hone those additional skills. So all that to say, that has been my favorite part of being a member, being part of the dedication to advance the profession on the national stage with colleagues who have become lifelong friends.
I too echoed the same sentiments, Kelly. I mean, being involved with ASHP has truly felt like a professional home. And the networking that comes with being involved with ASHP is unmatched. You've kind of alluded to some of the projects that you've been able to accomplish, but can you go into a little bit more details on any initiatives or any additional projects that you worked on with ASHP that you're most proud of? Absolutely. You already heard me say it because you're working with pharmacists that are at the same point of your career as being a member of the New Practitioner Forum. You're new and you're trying to figure out where you fit in and where your career can go from here. The advisory groups are a hot spot of innovation. The executive committee develops charges that are then executed by the advisory group. So there's a lot of opportunity to network, collaborate, and create some really cool and impactful deliverables. My first year, I used my recent experience navigating PPS for HSPA interviews and developed the first PPS navigation guide. If you're not sure what PPS is, it's the personnel placement service that's hosted at the ASHP mid-year, and it's an opportunity to network and interview for jobs and residency programs across the country. My second year, I was selected as a work group lead, and I created the first version of the CV Transitions Toolkit, which I may be dating myself at this point because that thing's gone through a couple of renditions since then. But at the time, we didn't have anything, and now it's expanded to an entire resource center. Both of those documents continue to be used over time, and they are highly utilized by our members. And that was something I said as a resident, hey, it'd be really nice to have and then was able to work with my leaders in the New Practitioners Forum to make happen. The other initiative that sticks out to me is the launch of the at ASHP underscore MTF Twitter account. Many new practitioner leaders before me had advocated for a forum to communicate that was outside of normal ASHP communication streams like ASHP Connect. We were looking to find something that was used by our members in their normal day-to-day, not something they had to additionally go and seek out and find. And I was able to be part of the team that brought that idea idea many years in the making to fruition and helped to blow it out of the water. The connection that was created and continues to foster engagement is something that I will always be proud of, that I had a small part in the big result at the end. Yes, Twitter has definitely taken off since its establishment, and I am a user of the Twitter account. I'm constantly reposting and resharing things that get posted on a Twitter account. That brings us to my next question. So we've all had those moments in life or along our journey that have helped define us and shape the impact we have on pharmacy practice as leaders. Can you describe one of your aha moments? Was it something expected, and how did you respond? I also appreciate that question. This one was a really hard one for me to think about, but I think the COVID-19 pandemic has taught all of us a lot of things. And when I was really thinking about, you know, what to talk about for this question, it, I didn't want to use the COVID-19 pandemic, but it very much it was a centering moment for me in my career. I had just started a new job as the site manager at Ohio Health Grant Medical Center in December 2019. Grant is a 640-bed level one trauma center located in downtown Columbus, Ohio. Within the first three months, so I was trying to onboard. I covered for my boss while he was on a leave of absence. I wrote the next fiscal year's budget. I kept my previous position's responsibilities while trying to hire a backfill. And then the pandemic started. I remember I had this vacation plan that I was like, my boss is back everybody's here, like I can go take some time off and then I'll come back and like, I'll actually figure out what this job is and what I'm supposed to be doing. But you know, life doesn't always go as planned. I also maintained my executive committee involvement while transitioning from vice chair to chair, which I took on in June of 2020. The three years since then have been no walk in the park. 
leaders in healthcare have had to make difficult decisions ranging from rapid change to safe staffing to financial sustainability to keeping the lights on. This was all while managing a burnout team who was struggling with the reality of healthcare in the world. I can't say that there was maybe one particular moment during those three years that led to this aha, but things I'm walking away with on the other side include, if you do not care for yourself and fill your own bucket, you will never have enough to care for your team. Being a servant leader does not mean that you have to be self-sacrificial. Mental illness and burnout are real. Boundaries are important and do not make you less than. I'm thankful for my employer's employee assistance program and the ASHP well-being resources who've helped me to work through my own traumas in order to find and become a better leader, pharmacist, wife, and friend. I also started a weight loss and health journey and have found that I actually do like exercise and that I enjoy a routine. Vulnerability is an asset. There have been countless times where I've been able to share my feelings and challenges with my peers, and they supported me. They didn't look down on me. They didn't look at me as less than. We can be open and honest with one another to improve outcome for ourselves and for our team. Third, communication is the key to a leader's success. Frequency, type, mode, and style are all important. But what I've learned is that at least keeping the lines of communication open and doing the best you can to information share helps to improve engagement all around. And lastly, professional engagement is the glue. I always look forward to time on my calendar that's dedicated to collaboration. When I have a challenge in the workplace or there's forecasted change in practice, there's solace in bringing those to an advisory group meeting and open sharing with others. I've been able to brainstorm ideas or propose solutions that I've been able to then take back to my site and make meaningful change. Thank you for sharing those leadership nuggets. And you touched on some very important parts. And I like the way you kind of tied professional engagement being the glue. I will agree that every time I go to an ASHP conference or I'm networking with my ASHP friends, it always fills my bucket, fills my tank to be able to go back to work and get things done. So with that, we do have one last question. What recommendations do you have for our listeners who want to get more involved on the national level? Do it. Oh, my biggest piece of advice is to not be afraid to put your name in the hat or to raise your hand. As I hope you've heard today, much of my engagement is due to someone encouraging me to get involved. Start with your state affiliates or an ASHP advisory group. These are great ways to network with your peers and colleagues. If you do choose to go the advisory group route, ASHP has a deadline of May 1st for its section and forum group. Typically in the fall, ASHP will put out a call for executive committee and council appointments as well. These are appointed by the president-elect each year. But all of that to say, you won't regret engagement with ASHP. To be recognized at the 2022 ASHP mid-year meeting as the new Practitioner Forum Distinguished Service Award honoree was one of the most professionally rewarding moments of my career. I had said it in my speech, so I won't say it all today, but I do want to say thank you to my mentors, my peers, and my colleagues for believing in me and thinking that I was deserving of such a high honor. And it's been a pleasure talking with you today about that. Kelly, congratulations again on your Distinguished Service Award recognition. Thank you for your time and effort giving back and pouring selflessly into the New Practitioners Forum. And thank you for joining us today for this episode of Pharmacy Leadership and sharing your experiences as a member of ASHP. 
For our listeners, you can also find more member-exclusive content, including resources for self-development, leading pharmacy enterprises and teams, and practice management on the ASHP website. And do you have someone in mind to recommend for this Distinguished Service Award? You can nominate ASHP member for this award each year from February to May by visiting the ASHP website. Kelly, I'd like to say thank you again for joining us. Thank you to our listeners. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and be sure to subscribe to the ASHP Official Podcast. Thank you for listening to ASHP Official, the voice of pharmacists advancing healthcare. Be sure to visit ashp.org forward slash podcast to discover more great episodes, access show notes, and download the episode transcript. If you loved the episode and want to hear more, be sure to subscribe rate or leave a review. Join us next time on ASHP Official.